When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome once again to the Chelsea Podcast. I'm Chaz and I have the magical and slightly mysterious Mooch with me. How are you, mate? <laughs> I'm good, dude. I'm good. Yourself? <laughs> yeah, very well. Um, so uh, we come back to the podcasting world on the back of three wins in a row. What a way to start the year. I feel like we should have a little dance or something. It's, it's you know, <laughs> we've not had this all since we started, have we? I'm not sure we have. <laughs> no. No, maybe it'll be four soon as well. Well, absolutely. Let's hope. I mean, uh, uh, things are seem to be looking up, he says, with the usual amount of trepidation that comes with being a Chelsea fan at the moment. Yeah. Um, I'm very pleased to say that, uh, for those of you who don't know, we've got um, uh, the Chelsea Social is a, is a fan-led channel that has uh, its own website and it's got a very big presence on um, Twitter, 20,000 followers. And also on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, and tonight we're very lucky and very pleased to have uh, one of the senior editors, or possibly the only senior senior editor of Chelsea Social with us, Harrison Burridge. Thanks, Harrison, for coming on. Good to speak to you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're very welcome, mate. Um, so what have you made of the last couple of performances? Um, well, first of all, let's just tell us a little bit about how you came to being a Chelsea fan and how long it's been and what it all means to you. It's always, it's always a weird story whenever I tell this one, because it's back when I was younger and I was just looking at a football magazine and there was a picture of Deco on the front in a Chelsea kit. And it's all gone from there. And here we are, nearly 21 years old, still loving it more than ever. Listen, mate, <laughs> it doesn't matter how you come to the Blues, everyone is welcome. It's a big tent. You know, no one needs to be sort of have a tattoo on their forehead of Chelsea or six generations of past fans. <laughs> everyone is everyone is welcome and, uh, you know, all the merrier. Um, yeah. And good that we got you. Um, so what did you make of, uh, what did you make of the Luton and Preston performances overall? Oh, in, th- oh, in fact, our whole Christmas period. Right. I mean, Christmas period in general, very Jekyll and Hyde, I think it's fair to say. It's a lot, as we mentioned, it's three consecutive wins, but then look at the Luton win and the Preston win, there's probably half 25 minutes in that, that Luton game and half an hour in the the whole half first half in the press game and you're like what's going on here this isn't quite right in the grand scheme of things but then you take away those moments and the fact we scored three against Luton four against Preston a couple against Palace and you're like this is this is fantastic it's all kind of it's all going how we wanted to, if we just ignore whatever happened on Christmas Eve because I, I do <laughs> tend to try and forget that one but yeah, in I general I think the festive period's gone by and the struggles Chelsea have had in December's have gone by of late. I think it's, it's a progressive place to be in right now with these three wins in a row on the back of Yeah, I can't, I mean, I think we're in full agreement on that. I mean, <clears throat> let's let's start with the positive. I mean, it, no matter how you slice it, um, the result is, you know, results are always more important than performances. It would be lovely to have a 90 minute performance that we could all be proud of and happy with once in a while. Um, but maybe they're coming, maybe they're on the boil and, you know, at least the results are going in the right direction. I mean, I was, I was worried about Luton because I felt like they'd had a couple of good results. Um, Kenilworth roads, obviously a very, uh, different experience to most premier league grounds. Um, plus they had the, uh, the sort of, uh, sort of playing that for, for, for the captain, it was, a uh, it was fallen. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Tom Lockyer. Tom Lockyer. So yeah, there was that kind of, there's been that little kind of boost to try and help him along in his recovery. So um, yeah, it was was one that slightly concerned me and particularly when I saw the starting lineup. Um, What what did you make of that, uh, Harrison? With um, I mean, Sterling was back from his ban and he was on the bench and then we had uh, Jackson playing out wide, which maybe is a better position for him. I don't know. Um, and Nonny on the right was that was that a good lineup for you? Do you think it felt like the right thing to be going with at that time? I think that's the key there at the right time on the back of the last couple of games. That's probably the eleven that 
was going to work best for that losing game. You, you knew you were going to have to get a couple of goals, playing that sort of atmosphere and that ground with a team that will always come back to you regardless. I think that's full credit to Rob Edwards for what he's built there. That team never mm. lies down. They've done it in several games now, especially against all the big sides as well. I think it's full credit to them. But the Chelsea perspective, yeah, Madueke, obviously, huge moment for him. The game before against Crystal Palace, and obviously there's a lot, been a lot of talk about the role Poch has played with him and his development. To give him that start, reward him. And he, I mean, he paid that back fully. And then Jackson as well on the other side, I think you say it probably does suit him a little bit better as well at the moment with his finishing not being so fine-tuned. He can play that kind of all the roles he does off the ball is, is as effective and we saw it perfectly for the assist for Palmer for the third goal. So it's one of those performances where it all just clicked until the little shaky bit around the 75th <laughs> minute and onwards. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't shaky. worried, yeah, I wasn't worried about and, Luton yeah. until... Till they bang two in and <laughs> we had the squeaky bum time in the last. Oh yeah, and I ought to say this. I have said it on Twitter, but I haven't said it. Uh, I've said it on here um, <laughs> for reasons we won't go into. Our, our Luton preview show didn't go out, but um, I actually predicted that we'd win three two. Yeah, so, me too. Shut <laughs> your face. You were t- you were two one or something, and I only did three two because I felt I had to do something different. I but. thought it was going to be a draw. I thought we were uh, destined for for mediocrity over the Christmas period. And oh, that's right. Uh, but no, we we surpassed my expectations. I mean, I thought we looked at times. I mean, I say we looked really good. I think we we played comfortably within ourselves for um, certainly up to. Certainly, the whole of the first half, and probably um, largely up until the third goal as well. Um, But in the second, we did start to look vulnerable in the second half. And before the third goal, Thiago Silva had to save us a couple of times. What what was that about? Did we just take? Was it a case of us taking our foot off the gas, or were 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 Luton rejuvenated by half time? I mean, I, I, we was we seemed to be so untroubled in the first half, and the second half was was a completely different story. Certainly, as I say, from the third goal goal onwards. But even before that, we had a a couple of very near misses. What what was going on there? Do we think? I think it's confidence. I think I you know um, I think first of all we were doing what we did against Luton is what we've been missing all season, which is taking the opportunities when they come. Mm. Um, and it was refreshing to sort of see that. Um, I don't know if we created quite as many chances as as we have in, in, in other games. And, and I don't know if the possession stats and XG was all the same. But what you want is is that you want to be ruthless and 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 taking those chances. Unfortunately, we aren't quite as ruthless where it mattered uh, with, with regards to sort of midfield and defence. And we kind of were a little bit sloppy. Um, and Luton, as as Harrison sort of mentioned, they don't give up. And once they got that that goal, and there was also wasn't there a disallowed one as well. Mm. It was kind of that they there was a there was a second win and belief that we weren't able to snuff snuff out. And yeah. um, it was it was it was a battle, and but luckily we we we, we held on. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just I suppose it just feels odd because as I say in the first half, it seems like we were dealing with everything they threw at us. Fairly comfortably, uh, admittedly, to Heath Chong. I think he came on during the game, didn't he? I don't, I don't know if he was playing from the beginning, or maybe they just switched him out to their left. But all of a sudden, we seemed incredibly vulnerable down that side. Um, and every time a cross came into the box, um, we looked like, you know, there was sort of pant wettingly frightening moments where, you know, the ball would flash across. Uh, the six-yard box, and there would be just nowhere to stick it in. Or as as you said, uh, Mooch, there was a disallowed goal. There was one against the bar, I think. I mean, Harrison, we, we, we've got to still be worried about our defence, haven't we? Definitely. I think it's moments like that you kind of see the inexperience and kind of seeing out game situation with that. It's probably a combination of both the players and ma- management in-game from Pochettino himself as well. But, I mean, I was at the Newcastle game before Christmas and got bad issue there making that error that could have knocked us out of the League Cup. And, there was a couple of hairy moments that game. So you always just feel there's something up the sleeve when the defenders have error in them, which you hope over time can be ironed out. But it's why someone like Thiago Silva is so important in that back line. I mean, people people ask why did he come on the other night against Preston, but I imagine Pochettino was probably scared of what happened against Luton and probably wanted to take any chances out of a re- repeat happening because that would that would be a real killer to the side and kind of momentum they were building. But yeah, I think it's staggering as well when Alfie Gilchrist came on and kind of 
a bit, a bit chaotic in the way he kind of throws himself about, but it's what we <laughs> love. And he was clearly communicating kind of organised things, which maybe was apparently kind of to the viewer, at least on TV, did seem to be missing a bit at times from a few players at the back who did seem a bit quiet. But once Gilchrist came back on, it was fine because we had that back five, which probably should have gone too early and try and shut down those wings because that's the only place their chance was going to come from getting those getting down the sides and boxes into the middle. Yeah, I mean, it. it, it I suppose there's an element of the fact that we had Malo Gusto and um, Noddy playing on the right in certainly in the first half or, and most of the second half in a very, both obviously very, um, we, we know their attacking abilities. I mean, I, th- I think Gusto's a, a reasonable uh, defensive <clears throat> fullback as well, but he's, um, that was, that was clearly with those two pushing on, we were clearly vulnerable to a ball over the top or, or losing possession. We were, we were going to struggle if, uh, if they were able to put a ball over the top down that channel. Um, I mean, I, I'm, the defence is a worry to me. I still don't feel like we've entirely got it sorted out. I I still feel that a lot of it has got to be about playing, you know, square pegs in square holes, and we don't still seem to be doing that. Um, can you see a way past that? Admittedly, obviously, we've got all manner of injuries. But, yeah. um, you know, there, there, there's there's the makings of a of a, you know, a, a back four, a settled back four that you where you could play every player in their correct position, um, assuming you include, um, assuming you allow for Gusto playing at left back and Gilchrist playing at right, or even if you move um, uh, Gusto back over to the right where he should be and, and think about uh, Ian Matson playing at left, well, that seems to be less and less likely now. I think the die's pretty much cast with Matson because, you know, we know he can play left back and yet he's he's never, he hasn't done it. For us. No. So um I I feel like there I feel like we've apart from anything else, we've got to get it sorted. We've got to get our our first four, our first choice four sorted out. Yes, but I think I think we we also have to get our medical team sorted out because <laughs> <laughs> because uh, to be fair, you know, we've got um probably five uh wing backs and how many of them are injured? <laughs> Do you know what I mean, so it's it's hard to play square pegs in square peg in holes, square holes when when all those squares are crocked. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean it and, does sound. And Matson is a weird one because he had such a great season for Burnley mm. uh, playing that position, but Poch just doesn't seem to want to play him there. And obviously, mm. it looks like he's going to go to Dortmund now. Mm. Um, uh, maybe the player just didn't want to be. I mean, that's true. It's, it wasn't his natural position, first yeah. of all. He'd always wanted to play further forward than that. Um, but, you know, when he has had a chance uh, for Chelsea, he's probably not especially covered himself in glory. I mean, I think he's been terrible, but he's, he's he's failed to sort of significantly impress, and maybe that is part of it. But um, will you be sad to see him go, Harrison? It does look like now he'll be... Uh, loaned out to Dortmund with a, either an option or a commitment to buy at the end of the loan period. Is that? Do you think it's you know the dies cast really? Potts doesn't seem to fancy him. Yeah, without a doubt, it's a bit of a sad one because obviously there was the kind of the event at the end of the summer window where the club agreed a deal for him to go, and he decided to stay and fight, and it just hasn't worked out for him. Because like many players who would have gone out and loan and come through the academy at Chelsea, they're going to want to make it here, and it. it Unfortunately, it just doesn't seem to work because, I mean, clearly Pochettino maybe doesn't see him as a left-back or mm. Matson has decided he doesn't want to play there. Whatever the case is, it's, it's just an unfortunate set of circumstances where maybe in another year it could have worked out for him, but this time it, it isn't the case. And I'm sure he, he'd go to Dortmund and he'll have a great time and probably light the Bundesliga up and his <laughs> career will go from there. <laughs> that's the usual... Uh, that's usually what happens when a player leaves us. Um, I see that um, Newcastle, interestingly, are after... A, uh, Christensen, um, which I thought was quite. I mean, I mean, I I thought he was having a decent career at um, Barcelona, but he's obviously fallen out of favour. So um, I wondered if we might even be might even be interested in going back in for him, given uh, that we're looking at various other centre backs as well. Anyway, um, let's move on to the Preston game. Um, my first thought was that again there was some slight, you know, uh, we I mean the selection thing again. If we 
Alfie Gilchrist, who's really a centre-back, but if you're going to play him on the right, I would personally have, you know, unless there's something that we're not, we're all not seeing, I couldn't understand why you'd not play a left-back at left-back if, if Martson is that. Um, but Colwell as skipper, that was one that, um, that quite surprised me as well. What did you make of that? Harrison, what did you make of that? I think, well, we saw he got given it in another game, I think around November time in the Premier League as well, or might have been another cup, cup competition. Mm. So it's clearly an aim from Poch to keep kind of giving the armband to similar players, whether it's a communication issue, which maybe feels maybe not giving it to one of the more kind of experienced players in yeah, the yeah. squad and giving it to someone he feels to communicate. But also probably showing faith because the first time, one of the few times we've actually seen Cole in his natural position when we're talking about this this back four issue where we're just putting players wherever at times. Mm. And he looked a lot more comfortable, a lot more settled and a lot more able to just kind of exert his influence on the game rather than being our left-back where I think he spoke in the interview the other week where he said it's just so different being right up against the touchdown the whole time compared to yeah. in the centre of the pitch. But this is another show of faith and Potty in kind of the way I think he wants to take this team forward. Yeah, I'm much happier with Levi there. Um, sorry, Mooch, you were going to say something. Yeah, no, I, I, was, I thought it was very interesting because I, th- I feel there's... In, there's been a couple of incidents where there's been a temperament problem yeah, with Levi. And uh, I, it's an interesting man management move, sort of giving him that responsibility and saying, okay, cool, look, you are the captain. You need to uh, uh, lead by example and you can't be the hot-headed and, and easily agitated and, and potentially uh, manipulated by an opposition uh, player into getting a, yellow or a red or or or, 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 or you know yeah or sent off I, that, I was going to go on to say this i mean he, because of that i wonder if it was a a thing about sort of nullifying that kind of that sort of chippy yeah that bit of chippiness in him that you know it's it's right if you do this clearly you can't get yourself in any grief you can't yeah it. yeah given the responsibility watch yeah. him rise to the occasion and be the captain rather than that sort of mouthy kind of background <laughs> yeah well i think the two things together seem to help him i mean i'm uh, say overall that the defense again wasn't uh i can't sort of say that the defense was amazing again but i'd see i'd much rather see him uh, you know left-sided center back than a, than a left back definitely and clearly he didn't get himself in any significant trouble for the game as well so um it seems to have worked so well done potch for that um now, when I was watching the game, I, as as is my wont, in fact, you were lucky not to get a, a barrage of, of messages, Smooch. But, uh, <laughs> it, I mean, again, looking at the game again, as often I do, it wasn't, the first half wasn't terrible. It it was a bit, yeah, it was frustrating. And, so I, th- and I think there's a couple of things about that, um, not least that Preston deserve a bit of credit because they did work very, very hard. Uh, they stayed disciplined. They kept in their lines. They, you know, they pressed hard. Um, but I, uh, I, I, I posted on Twitter that my word for the first half was sloppy because it did feel like once again our passing was, you know, particularly when it wasn't sideways or backwards, it was, it just wasn't good enough. It was, you know, and is this so, the, Harrison? For you. What do you think? Is this a, is this about us, our players, our squad needing more time playing together? Because as you know, as they pointed out on the night, as the commentator pointed out on the night, a lot of them haven't played. Most of them have played less than a hundred games, full stop in 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 first class football. Let alone a hundred games for Chelsea or playing together. Or is it about confidence? Was it about the nerves of not getting it wrong against a, a lower division club? Probably. A bit of everything going into it because I know Pochettino has mentioned it before in interviews. He keeps sending these his players to pass the ball quick, especially when they're playing against these sides that will sit in that low block. I mean, it's a bit of Man City the other day, and they were moving it slowly. And as soon as they move it quick, they score against Huddersfield. So it's one of those. It's probably confidence in knowing what your players are going to do, knowing if you make you run that way, is someone going to follow you on the inside where you can make that pass that then opens them up. It is probably just a bit of confidence playing together and just really believing in what they can do and that they are good enough. If they turn on to beat a person side, they will open them up. And it's just, it just boils down to simple factors and 
you, you'd hope going forward these aren't the frustrations we have whenever we play say when we go maybe Sheffield United away whenever that is that could be one mm. where it's going to sit back and you don't want to have a, another frustrating afternoon up there I, th- yeah. I think it. I think it is. I think what you, what you mentioned before was like you know a lot of these players haven't played a hundred games uh, at the top level yet alone a hundred games together. But I think, uh, and also, is it a confidence thing? But I think obviously one. Gets, yeah. It, it, yeah, you know, once you've start, once you've played enough games uh, at that level, you're a bit more yeah. um, reassured. Once you know the team around you, know the quality they've got, and you've 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 gone through a season and you've seen. X, Y, and Z deliver in the clutch moment when they need to, you have that um, confidence. And uh, more importantly, once you've got a bit more momentum as a team and you are full of these superstar players, the opposition don't have that um, little belief. Mm. You know, or when, have a bit when, less of their own, at least. Yeah. Mm. And and when, when, they, when they see us sort of slipping up and, and, and dominating games, but then getting caught on the break, they go, well, if, you know, if, you know, West Ham or Forest or whatever, <laughs> were able to get a decent result there, we can too. And it's, it's I remember when, when United were, you know, in their pomp, you know, they, they, they almost win games One before, game before, the, before mm-hmm. they, and, and it was the same when, when we were, uh, you know, under Mourinho, like that sort of, attitude that sort of came with 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 the team and that will come with results um but it's kind of a chicken and egg sort of situation that you've got i think you've got you know i mean when you do start understanding the way that the strikers ahead of you or the forward players ahead of you move you know you understand where they you start to get a sense of where their runs are going to be going to and the sort of moves that they make and that does come with time but um also, I ought to say, and I think you've said this in the past, Mooch, is that um, it's. I'd rather see. I would rather see. Obviously, some of the time you, you don't want to give the ball away, but there are times, particularly when you're having most, you're dominating possession, and you're far enough up the field. I'd rather see someone trying something that doesn't necessarily quite come off, than um, being completely safe and stayed, and you know, make, and being so concerned about never losing the ball that we don't, you know, that we don't actually sort of try something a bit, a bit clever. Yeah. But sometimes that comes down to a, you know, a team effort where you want to try something, but no one is making that movement and it is, it just slows down and becomes very side to side passy. But yeah. um, But that's a potch problem. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I uh, talking about sort of taking the odd chance. um, Sterling, Raheem Sterling came back into the the first team lineup, and um, he's, he's he got a bit of. I mean, there were a few people. He got the official man of the match, and a few. And there was a bit of stick. There was a bit of sort of shouting or complaining about that on on social media afterwards. And I thought, I mean, in the first half in particular, I thought although the end product didn't come, you know, although it didn't, although nothing he did actually sort of obviously led to a goal. He he was he seemed to be one of the only players looking to commit opposition players, trying to get past his man, uh, get to the byline, you know, go on a dribble, take a run. I mean, did you think he was Harrison? Do you think he was trying to? I mean, I I I really appreciated his performance. Do you think he was trying to make a point after being left out at Luton? That's probably going to be a bit of that, and you wonder what might, might have been said behind the scenes a bit more, like probably seen as man management trying to get the best out of him, same way he's mm. done with Madueke. Because I mean, you look at Sterling's numbers this season, and they are quite impressive. But then you think about overall, and you think he's had that moment at Wolves, and he's had these other missed chances here, and then you're thinking still rather inconsistent. So he's trying to probably find a way where he can be at his kind of close to his best or at his best in every game he plays in. Which I think is if that happens, this Chelsea side are going to progress significantly because he is that kind of top-class player. And especially when he is, as he was in that game as well, taking players on, that is such an asset. Because when you did that at the start of the season, those couple of games, it was West Ham and Luton. I mean, they didn't have a clue how to mm. stop and it's breathtaking to watch. If you can get that out of him every game, doing it the whole time he's on the field, you've yeah. got such an attacking asset there. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, again, Mooch, you've talked many times about his ability to ghost in at the far post when other people are sort of doing that running at players. So um, it it's just not, for me, it's nice to see them uh, trying to, you know, trying something and trying to commit 
Um, that was the other. That was the thing about it mainly. He was he would take. He'd end up sort of getting two or three Preston players in his wake, you know, or crowded round him, trying to crowd him out, which obviously provided space for the rest of our attackers. Um, wh- what did you think of his performance? And, and you know, where do you think he is at the moment for us, Mooch? Do you think he's is he is he close to his best again? Some weeks, and then and then some weeks he he he, he has. So I don't mind him sort of taking on uh, and trying to score at every opportunity, but when when it was at such a pivotal moment and was so, that's when it's frustrating, you know. The when, one. Yeah, of course, you know, and and it's it, I sent you that picture and just yeah. how, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 it's 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 so important, especially at the sort of the the germination of this new team that we we are clinical and ruthless and put away those chances because if we got that goal then we're in a completely different position and and you know and and we we could go on to win that game uh, and it's it's decision making which yeah. is uh something you would expect more of of a player with that experience uh, yes. at that level at both international and, and and the premier league i mean i'd like him to be more clinical but yeah. having said that i can say that about Pretty much every single yes, member of the, yes, the team. Yes. But you make the you know you make the very good point. He is one of the you know he's you know after Thiago he's the most experienced member of the team and he is a you know an international uh, you know who certainly at his best would have been considered world class. So yeah, you do expect a little bit more of him. Um, well, let's hope he keeps on the up and up. Only anyway, um, we've we've mentioned Alfie Gilchrist. Uh, he's one of our own. Um, so we've seen a little bit more of him now. He, you know, he got not very long against uh, Luton, but um, about 55, 60 minutes uh, against Preston. Um, what did you make of his contribution overall, Harrison? I think he just kind of carries himself in the right way and kind of is a timely reminder with all this Conor Gallagher hullaboo going on in the background. It looks like it might come to nothing, at least for this window, that those who do come from the academy do care and actually are good enough to kind of step in when need to. I think, take it slightly away from Preston for a moment, the fact Pochino called on him in that losing game, in that situation, to come on and short up ahead of maybe there's one or two more experienced heads defensively on the bench. It's quite significant, I felt, and then rewarded with the star against Preston, where I think, obviously, he's not a natural fullback, so when, when he went forward, you could see kind of where he was lacking, but in terms of his general performance, I mean, He's, I think he's put it on social media. He's, he's very happy with it. He's looking forward to more opportunities because you'd hope maybe there could be a couple more coming in this month. The cup games we got as well. Let's be honest. We're all hoping and praying he is John Terry, the the okay. second coming. You know, and we're all we're all not saying it, but we're all hoping it. <laughs> We've all got that like, and you know, the 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 sort of comments from John as well. It's it's we're going to ruin him. Obviously, <laughs> we're gonna like that's just what we're gonna do. We're gonna build him up. He's gonna have a couple of errors, and then we're all gonna jump on his back and and and, and ruin a young talent. But until then, let's just have that hope and belief. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's um, I he's seen very couple of things. I mean, he, you're you're absolutely right, Harrison. I felt he was, you know, he was going forward. Uh, sort of is a you know. He want he was safety first. I mean, but then again, it's only it was it was his first start, and obviously that's going to be the case regardless. But I think he wanted to, you know, it was clear he he was more interested in not making mistakes than sort of kind of trying to overreach himself a little bit, and that's probably only right and proper. But I also saw, you know, there was a one lovely moment where he set up an attack which um, could perhaps should have ended in a goal for Sterling in the first half. Um, and also he wears black boots, and uh, <laughs> which in this day and age, ladies and gentlemen, in this day of multicolored and uh, highlighted colored boots, exactly ridiculously <laughs> puce and bright yellow boots. That was quite a refreshment. That was quite a refreshing thing. So God bless him for that. But um, yeah, I mean, I just think uh, dependent on how well people come back from their various injuries, you know. We, as you've alluded to earlier on, we do seem to have a problem with our wing backs, but and we do have we we've got Chile coming back hopefully on the left um, for how long? <laughs> yeah, and we do of course have Gusto, but we are you know we're a little bit 
we're thin in those positions. We're still a little bit thin at centre-back, all things being equal. It only take one significant injury. So, you know, I feel like more game time for him, the better at the moment. For and good. I think he will. Uh, yeah, and I think he will. Yeah. He may not start as much, but I think he'll get on in games. You know, I think they'll, they'll Poch will aim to give him 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there. Does that sound about right? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see that. Um, I would like to see him sort of uh, really make a, a stamp, right? really like have a, a performance that would, you know, we, maybe we could start him, but I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if, uh, if, if the club... Um, because we seem to be looking for another defender again as well, yeah. you know. So it's which is bizarre, but I kind of understand it with our our sort of record at the moment, um, and with Thiago looking like he's going to be off next season. Yeah. Um, so it's it's interesting. Um, I d- I don't think he's quite ready for the first team yet, but. You know, I could be proved wrong. I thought Gallagher was going to go in summer. (laughs) (laughs) I know nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, mate, it's just, uh, well, all the sort of, all the rumour mill did have him sort of leaving then, or Mm. a lot has had him still being out out the door um, this window, but it doesn't, it now looks like that isn't going to happen. So looking at another player who probably is going to get a few more starts and, and, probably needed to take the opportunity to make a bit of a mark on the team. Um, Broja. Um, obviously, um, Nicholas Jackson's gone to AFCON. Um, and Kunku, unbelievably, is out again. I, I mean, he's got this hip issue. And we, I'm hearing sort of conflicting reports. And some people have been saying, oh, he's, he was fine. It was just precautionary. Uh, and then when you go and look back at Poch's comments, actually from what Potch said, he, you know, he could be out again for another two or three games. So it looks like Brojo will be our main central striker. And unless we buy somebody new uh, for the force, for the certainly till the end of this month, how do we feel about that? Harrison, what did you make of his performance against, uh, against Preston? I think, I mean, he had to step up and he stepped up. That, that's the ultimate thing. He got that chance, albeit Kind of his first proper chance in the game and says top strikers do he took it and I think the frustrating thing here be looking back is the one he had about a minute later yes um, if he takes that gets two goals you're putting your side two up and in that point Chelsea would have been albeit they did it anyways they would have been safe probably at two up in that game and but for Boyo he gets a couple of goals for his name kind of is the real match winner and puts that confidence into him going forward and I think that's the real thing he's kicking himself about because he does have. He has all kind of raw materials to put together since the top. I mean, you had that loan at Southampton that was fantastic in the Premier League and just hasn't really hit the heights this season since he was coming back from that ACL, which was for any player. Mm. It's never easy coming back and they probably are never the same. But, I mean, if you can provide deadly finishing within the box and do this little bits of that link-up play around it, I think you're going to have a... He's going to do his job perfectly fine at there. I mean, Poch, in his uh, post-game... Um, uh, interview. He was. Um, he, he said something about his. He said something about needing him needing to play with a smile on his face or have, or have more positive body language. And I think he, he was probably. He then sort of backpedaled and he, he said what he meant was, or I think what he said he was what he was trying to say he meant was that, um, you know, he needs not to when things don't go quite so well for him. He doesn't need to carry it around with him quite so much. He sort of slowed his shoulders slump a little bit if it's not quite working out for him. So he needs to play with a bit more of a smile on his face. I think that's what he's going for. But he made an he made a a real point of saying that he's, you know, he's a top, top player. And he, you know, he's got as much potential as any striker. I think he said as he's got as much potential as any young striker in England. Um I mean, it, it that being the case, it does look like we will, you know. He, he's he, he's here to stay, but also, um, does that mean that perhaps we're not going to be looking quite so hard yet uh, for a, a a number nine to bring yeah. in in the transfer window? I mean, well, yeah, I think I think um, we're all quite hopeful of of some cash being splashed, but I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think we're going to get the quality of striker that we need uh, in this window. Um, and and I think 
the stars may be aligning for uh, for Broja to to have a run of games where he's not worried about being dropped because he's the only option, and maybe that is the 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 release of pressure that he may need. So he's not quite so he, you know he's obviously still chomping at the bit uh, and wanting to get those goals. But he has every, in, in a number of games that he's played, he has had dodgy. He's missed sitters. Uh, at several games it's, and before he's scored and I feel if 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 he just gets that the luck of just the that that little bit of luck it's it's what's going to maybe catalyze him to to sort of kick on and and, and have a bit of a run well I do think he he looked like you know a, a, a well not necessarily a completely different player but he looked like someone who'd really got an injection of confidence and adrenaline once he got that goal I mean, he, you know, he came close to scoring a couple extra times after that. Uh, and as Harrison says, it's a shame. He, perhaps it's a shame that he didn't uh, he didn't get one of those in as well. But I mean, that didn't really. I, I think you could possibly have said that about the whole team because we then had, you know, we then had half an hour where we absolutely dominated. Obviously, we, in in eleven minutes we scored three goals or whatever, um, and we dominated the rest of the game. And we did look like a different team. We were moving the ball about more. Uh, we look so much more relaxed. People are, you know, hungry to sort of make a little run into the box or whatever. It it it, it looks so much more confident. Is that just a, a byproduct of, of us having got the goal? Was it something to do with um, Preston sort of losing their confidence, their shoulders slumping, or is that a good sign? You know, it, it should we be encouraged by that, Harrison? Because it, for me, it looked like, you know, all it took was something to get over the nerves and we start to play like a proper team. Yeah, it's just probably classic release of pressure, knowing that you are the favourites to win this tie. If you don't win this tie, the backlash from fans and media is going to be is going to be bad. And I think I always, I mean, you kind of touched on it, I always go back to the game against Brighton in the League Cup earlier in the season when we hadn't scored for a few games going into it and we didn't look good. But then we got that first goal. And again, like Preston, we've just clicked straight into gear I've got a second, probably should have another couple in that game itself, but in Preston, we cashed in fully. So it's just a classic. It's probably just confidence. And as well, Preston probably, they, to, for any side to come and kind of put in a defensive performance for a whole game, you're going to need a lot of energy. And they probably just ran a bit, of, a bit out of energy and those gaps opened up and Chelsea were able to take advantage of them like any top, top side does in those situations. Well, yeah. I think, I think uh, with the frequency of the goals, the, the team smelt blood. And you know they were okay. Cool. I'm. I can get. I can get on the score, uh, scoreboard here, and everyone was chomping at the bit because you know. Right. Cool. I can get off the mark here, and you know it's just kind of when you when. Do you remember when you did, at school you play against some team and they were just dog shit, and then everyone wanted. To, <laughs> <laughs> everyone wanted yeah, to just get to be like, up front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leaving one defender kind of, home. It was kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. A little bit harsh on Preston, but yeah, I, I no, get no, it. But, but, but I absolutely like, get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. You, the confidence flowed through because they thought, you know, yeah. this team aren't really coming back. We're a goal ahead. You know, we can afford to relax a little bit. We can play our football. Um, I did think. I mean, we've touched on the Harrison. You touched on the Thiago coming uh, substitution coming on. I, 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 I couldn't quite see it. I, you know, if Gilchrist wasn't injured, I didn't didn't know really why you needed to replace him. Um, particularly as you know, obviously he's. Um, um, at his age, he's clearly got to be the person we we want to be resting most. But I'd I'd sort of see why he wanted to shore up the defence because we, again we were having a couple of moments. But I could not understand if you're resting Conor Gallagher, why bring him on at sixty five or sixty eight minutes or whatever it was when you're three nil up when you've got uh. An 18, admittedly 18 year old, but a uh, 17 or 18 year old, but an 18 year old midfielder on the bench. Why not bring him on and play him? Why why bring on a bloke that you've decided to rest when you're already 3 0 up? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just a, another message to the board of the sporting directors do not sell this player. <laughs> like we, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it could even come, it could come down to something like that. He was, mm. um, um, I mean, 
he was he was his usual self when he came on. I think he was he was very energetic, getting into good positions and what have you. But it just did seem a very strange choice, really. You know, and I mean, I'm glad that we got the, some of the younger players on. So um, we saw David Washington and the aforementioned Michael Golding. Um, what did we think of them? I mean, appreciate it was a cameo. They were cameos. Are we likely to see more of those happening for these two this season, or is it just a cut one off? What do you reckon, Harrison? I think Washington is going to be a feature on the bench probably for the next month, so there could be something coming off that for him. He seems to do all right up top. They didn't really a lot didn't seem to go for him. I was on there, but I think you you two agree as well. But Golden was the heart, kind of the heart woman one, kind of yeah, young lad dreaming of it. You could see he had a little smile when he kind of ran onto the pitch, and then it would have been so good if he did score that chance <laughs> did, in the close yeah. range. Oh, did you see him giving the the <laughs> the ref that like shaking his hand? the the ref was uh, or the the, uh, uh, fourth official uh, like put his hand out and but it wasn't to shake his hand and and he did it (laughs) he grabbed his hand and gave him a little handshake (laughs) but he did it like two two or three times and it was like but it's obviously that those nerves you know when you're when you're 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 about to make a debut for for Chelsea, you're 17 like, years old, and your kind of brain just goes into yeah. He was like, I know. Oh, this this Lino obviously knows I'm making my debut. Yeah, yeah. yeah thanks, man. He's giving Cheers, me bro. he's giving me a little pick up. <laughs> just <give> yeah. me. <laughs> nice one. Um, okay, well, let's look forward now, lads. To um, uh, hopefully this is going out on the Tuesday of the uh, Borough semi final. Um, Let's look forward to that a little bit. Um, how are we feeling about this? I mean, they, they've had a... Their Christmas and New Year has been very, very up and down. They've had a couple of decent wins, a couple of surprising losses. I think they lost to Rotherham, um, which is not something that many teams can say this season. Uh, but I watched the highlights against Villa and I thought they were a little bit unlucky. And I thought their goal, they've got an Aussie goalie called uh, Tom Glover. He's only played a few games for them, and I thought he was excellent and was very unfortunate to get beaten by a, uh, a wicked deflection at the end of that game. Um, what are your thoughts on Borough? Um, clearly, we have to be the uh, uh, favourites, um, certainly over the two legs. What What do we make of it? How do you think we'll approach it? Harrison, what do you reckon? I think it's very much a banana skin in waiting. I mean, we've seen it at this stage in the competition before with Chelsea with Swansea a few years back where it all kind of all, all went wrong over those two legs. But they are, as you mentioned, a bit inconsistent. But then they are aside under Michael Cowett for a couple of years who have been in that top part of the Championship competing with the sides who have ended up in the Premier League and beating them on a couple of occasions as well. So I think got a couple, I just had a quick look at their squad there. I know, recognised Isaiah Jones, someone I... I can't remember where he was before, but he really did catch my eye a couple of times. I've seen him has the ability to take players on and beat them with speed and a bit of end products as well. So I think it's just one Chelsea have to be aware of, especially that the way tied tomorrow night or Tuesday, on Tuesday night when it goes out, because it's it's one of those where you if you go to Stamford Bridge behind, you know what you're going to get. You're probably going to get it tomorrow um, in the first leg anyway with the team sit behind the ball, but you don't want those frustrations of having to try and break that down the crowd, crowd get angry and agitated and it doesn't kind of work. So you want to, tomorrow, the first leg is the big one. You need to make a statement, make sure you get a lead. A couple of goal lead is ideal because then you could maybe mess around a little bit with resting a couple of players as well because I think after that second leg, we've got Aston Villa and Liverpool within about five or six days of each other in the cup and the league as well. So it's mixed a couple of factors, but it's one Chelsea should overcome, especially with this kind side. They're in a good run of form. Yeah, I think, um, you know, it... Very much the idea would be for us to go and take control of the uh, control of the tie and not be sort of having to worry too much about um, the second leg. Um, but equally, I can see that going up there and you know what you say about it being a potential banana skin. I can see us going up there, and I hope that patience will um, will be the key, and I hope the fans will be patient as well. I mean, it's good coming from me. I'm the least leading patient <laughs> fan in the world. But, you know, I hope fans will be patient as well because I feel like um, any result that involves a clean sheet up there um, is is a good one. Um, I know away goals don't count anymore. But, um, 
what what do you reckon, Mooch? Are you do you think we can go and sort of easy out of the park straight easy. away? Yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> well, liking your two confidence, I'm really impressed with that. <laughs> no. Three um, wins on a bounce. No. What am I talking about? Well no, but it's, this should be this should be done and dusted in the first leg. We should be we should be, you know, two nil away result. hopefully yeah. we we are building on the momentum that we've got. Um it's just what what's frustrating is just these injuries if i'm honest mm. um and it is peculiar the 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 sort of re-injuring yes. that has happened i think uh, that's amazing because i think i think this is a game i'd love to have seen Nkunku sort of playing in yeah uh, i think you know he could he could he would have ripped ripped uh, up these two legs and it's it's frustrating that he's only just come back and now is is out again potentially. Yeah. Um, Lavia, I'd like to have seen some more, but I think we've got the the squad uh, to to be putting away Middlesbrough. Mm. Um, we 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 we're on a run of some good uh, uh, games and we and we seem to be scoring and taking chances. We just need to continue that with some consistency. Obviously, it won't happen, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be be confident until. Uh, until uh, until we until don't tomorrow. have until you can't <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I, I, I think you've, I mean, I think you've hit the nail on the head with the injuries there. I mean, my Lavia for me is even more of a concern than the rest of them because it's not like we've, especially right, maybe we did with Reese James, but with Lavia and, and Kunku, I don't think we can really be accused of rushing them back. And for Lavia to play sort of whatever, however much she played of, um, uh, what game was it? Was it Newcastle? You know, the 20 minutes. 20 minutes of that or whatever it was, and then to be out again for a few games is, is I mean, Nkunku, it might just, it might literally just be, he could be back in the squad. It, it's very difficult to tell. But Lavia looks like he's he's still out. And it does, you do have to start asking questions and saying, is what there is something going else on? going, is there something else going on? Is he protecting pl- players? Is he, is he using injury as an excuse for uh, not, putting players uh, into the team who doesn't think are training well enough or performing well enough. What oh, I is... I, well, I, don't, I mean, I don't believe that could be the case for Nkunku. It, I, no. I'd be surprised if it was the case for Lavia. I mean, I think this is where the long injury list is really frustrating because it's exactly this sort of time of the year and it's exactly these sort of games where you think, you know, our the, the majority of our squad are perfectly capable of coming and dropping into uh, the team at any given time. And, you know, this would be a brilliant time to try a bit of rotation, but we can't really do it because we've got we've still got 10 people on the treatment table. Um, but looking at the lineup, Harrison, what do you think we'll do? Because, I mean, um, Nonny will definitely have given uh, Potch a bit of a selection headache, I think, because it it looks like it would have to be two out of three from um, Nonny, Madrid and Sterling on the flanks. And Sterling would play on the left if Nonny got the start on the right. And then obviously Madrid, if Madrid played, then one or other of Sterling or Nonny would play on the right. Um, it's a nice problem to have, but what would you do? What's your current thinking? Oh, it's, it's a great problem to have. I mean, go back to this, this time last year, we're thinking, who on earth is going to play up to front that can do us a job? But yeah. in terms... I think Sterling has to start. You've you've backed him in Middlesbrough game. He's come out with with the official man of the match. So I think that instantly solves that one. And then it's in some ways it's a bit of a coin flip with the two of them. Madueke has been fantastic last few games, but then there's little moments that Mudrick shined as well. I think the Broyer's chance he missed just after his goal that came from yes Mudrick cross. So I think sorry, Mudrick won the Mudrick won the ball back. Mm. Um, on the edge of the penalty box to pass to Gusto, who put the cross in for for the Broya goal. Um, I mean, I, I'm Mudrick got. Um, I think he, I think uh, Nizar Kinsella in the Evening Standard gave um, Mudrick four out of ten for his performance, and I I'm not having that. I mean, he didn't get the ball very much in the first half. When he did get the ball, he was very neat and tidy, laid it off well, made some searching little runs. As I say, nearly made a second goal, was involved in the first goal. I thought, you know, I could, I, I didn't have any problem with him being taken off, but I could, you know, I think he'd probably feel a little bit hard done by if he was dropped to the bench. What do you think? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I think, I think it's going to be quite interesting with the. I, I think we've got options. Uh, I think obviously Broge is going to be up front. Um, I think Palmer could also play on, on one of the flanks as well, and, and Enzo could be in that ten. Um, you know, I think against a team like Middlesbrough, maybe he he is what we need to maybe unlock something, uh, and maybe we do need a couple of those players who are able to sort of thread thread that final ball. Not that he's been doing it all season, but I think he he's, he was um, he's he's going to get there. Um, but I I think I think Madueke is is going to start. I think Sterling's going to start, and I think probably Palmer. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think you know, I, I can't see them leaving Cole Palmer out at the moment. You know, no. even <laughs> even given my, I, I don't even you know, given the attitude that people think I have about him, um, <laughs> you know, he's you know, he's a he's a strong player, no question. I think he he fades in and out of games a little bit. Um, I think he did a bit yesterday. Uh, uh, sorry, on Sunday, uh, Saturday, but um, he's. I, I, you know, he's he is one of those players who you say who can unlock a defense with a pass, and he's banged a few goals in in recent games from um, and, and getting from, assists as from well. open play. So yeah, I mean, I can't see him not starting certainly, but uh, something's got to give. Um, yeah, it's 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 an interesting one. Let's let's as we are not going to do a preview show per se on that. Let's get some uh, let's get some predictions. What do you um, with uh, with your hand on your heart? Or possibly just using your head, Harrison. What do you what do you think is going to be the result of this first leg? I'll go three one Chelsea. I like it. Nice. That would do us, wouldn't it? We take that back to the bridge with us. Mooch, you're you're obviously in confident mood. What do you what do you reckon? Um, I I want to say two nil, but I think it's probably going to be two one to us okay. to Chelsea. Yeah. I don't think they're going to score against us. I think. Um, yeah, I don't think they're playing at their absolute peak at the moment. I think they'll probably play quite defensively and try and nick one on the break. And I don't think they will score. So I think it will be 1-0 to us. And uh, I'd be very happy with that as well, to be honest. Um, right, we'll see. Also, um, yes, as, as you've pointed out, um, Harrison, we've got a, a, a fourth round tie with Aston Villa to look forward to. That's going to be interesting. Um, there's actually five ties... Um, that are either that are either Premier League v Premier League or very likely to be uh, Premier League versus Premier League. So obviously the the you know some of these some of some big names are going to be falling by the wayside. We've obviously already lost Arsenal. We're going to lose one of Spurs and Man City. Um, so getting through would be the pathway does look you know to a a good run does look definitely possible. Um, so that's of interest. Um, all right, lads. Well, listen, I'm uh, I'm very glad you were able to join us tonight. Thanks as ever, Mooch. Good, good to see you, mate. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Simple as that. Yep. Uh, Harrison, lovely to have you along, and uh, and uh, hopefully you'll um, join us later in the season, if not for the preview show a little bit later on. That would be good. Perfect. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you're very welcome, and all the best to the Chelsea Social. Um, and uh, if you're going to any of the upcoming games, keep the blue flag fly, flying high, folks. We'll see you very soon. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.